Welcome to Heads Up Hockey. It is all things hockey talk and all things centric around the game. And it's also New Jersey Devils talk as well. And please enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Heads Up Hockey. This is your boy, Jersey Joe, once again. So the Devils once hit a snag, but what did they do? They snapped out of it. How do they do it? We'll get into this episode right now. So here at Heads Up Hockey, it's important to talk about getting out of the funks, getting back into the rhythm, and getting ready for the playoffs. And what do playoff teams do? They snap back into their normal winning ways, change the mindset, stay focused on that one game, one day at a time plan. And having Lindy Ruff put in Kevin Ball, playing very good, Sasquatch isolated defense that typically is hits and blocks. And that has to do with being aggressive and counterattacking on defense. So when you do that, you can create a counterattack to transition up the ice to make offensive breakouts. So they start off a little slow, down one nothing, then two to one, two to one, and then two to two. Why? Brat scored two times. Then you had Nico Heischer scored number three, and then Nolan Foot scored number four. <clears throat> and then, as the game got through, defense got tighter. Tampa Bay got more tired. The endurance level went down and down. And what did the Devils do? They got that hat trick by Jesper Bratt. And that made the Tampa crowd quiet. And that made the Devils focus on playing the next game. Who are the Devils playing? The Minnesota Wild. And yes, uh, the Minnesota Wild do have some really good goaltenders uh, in their tandem, like Philip Gustafson, who's a really good up-and-comer, probably a really solid long-term 1A-type goaltender. And you have a guy like Mark andre Fleury, who's been around. You don't know how long he's going to be there, but it's good to also have Jesper Volstead, uh, in their pipeline. And then the Devils got Akira Schmid and Vitek Vanacek. And Vanacek looked great last night coming back from an ugly game where the defense let him down, but he looked a little shaky uh, recently. But I personally believe that the Devils are on cue to get back to playing their normal winning ways and Go into the playoffs getting hot at the right time, at the right place, and getting that magic number down very soon. And once they do, 
it's just, you know, don't stop putting the pedal to the metal because you do not want to see your team getting, you know, like complacent and just be like, uh, whatever. How can this happen? Well, when teams get lackadaisical, they get taken advantage of playing uh, playoff hockey. And playoff hockey is a totally different animal. There's not as much open ice. When there is, it gets seized a lot quicker. And I think that benefits the Devils in certain areas. And the Devils just got to shoot the puck a little bit more frequently and be able to create more bedlam. And guys like Timo Meyer will power forward their way through. They will also snipe their way as well. And the way that they can do that is to be assertive, jump in on the transition, and break in on the sides, and then crash the net as often as possible. And try and be pesty around the net and circle circulate around the goalie crease and around the bumper. And when you do that, you create chaos and you tire the other team out and you make them overthink. And when that happens, that's a good thing for your offensive structure. And the Dells have some veterans like Dougie Hamilton, Eric Halla. You have guys like Timo Meyer who have been there. It's been a couple of years for him, but Jesper Bratt's been around the block before once. Uh, Jack Hughes hasn't been there yet, but he will. And speaking of which, guys like him will start heating up. And once they do, it's hard to stop them. And they just got to tighten up the giveaway game and get a lot better with the takeaway game. <clears throat> and takeaways are coming for the Devils, and it'll happen in bunches. And a guy like Andre Palat will pay a lot of dividends because this is the time of year where they start popping. And guys like Jesper Bofus, who are really good role players, do click more often in games – 42 through 82 and later. So this will be more beneficial for the New Jersey Devils. If they can get guys like Curtis Lazar going um, back from being injured, stuff like that. And if Amanda Stein has any updates, um, we can see what happens for this team going forward. So with that being mentioned, I think tomorrow's matchup, uh, versus the Wild will be a goalie duel, and it'll be like a 3-2 game, 2-1 type game. I could be wrong. It could be 4-2. You just don't know sometimes. So, basically, you have a team like Minnesota that's doing rather good with guys like Matt Zuccarello around. You got... Matthew Boldy, and really, Minnesota knows how to grind it out, too. So the Devils will play a mini playoff game tomorrow. And I think 
with the way that the team is set, they will most certainly try and dictate the pace of the game. And the Devils have to start out being the team that scores first and locks down the game early. So I'm going to leave it at that for now. And I do believe that because, you know, this team is building itself to gear up for the playoffs, the intensity is going to raise a couple of gears and the building is going to be pretty loud uh, for the Devils going forward. And I'm just trying to see if there's any updates. Let's see per Amanda Stein. As of now, she just mentions that it's just Jack Hughes, Timo Meyer, Nico Heischer, Jesper Bratt, all in the 30-goal club this season. So this is a really good thing to have. and see... <clears throat> Nothing new now, but definitely tomorrow there will be some updates uh, before the game gets underway. And we will start seeing what the lineups will be like. I think they will be the same for the most part. And just don't take out Kevin Ball. He's really proven himself. And also once the doubles get Luke Hughes ready – from Michigan, when Michigan is done with their season, I wouldn't be surprised if they do big in the playoffs. So with that being said, I do see the Devils doing some damage. And if the Devils do play the Rangers, I think they start to outwit the Rangers or whoever they play that's you know, whatever part of the wild card and go from there. I'm, I'm just happy that this team made the playoffs at this point. If it weren't for the illness the past few years, because I know I'm uploading this to YouTube, I don't want to get demonetized. Um, it held back the doubles uh, by an extra year and the, Last year, before Mark Racky didn't do a good job at all, and the power play was just abysmal. But this year, the power play has been above average. But that's just to my naked eye. And it's been a huge step forward. And let's see how Lindy Ruff uh, does through the rest of this season and the playoffs. And maybe – if he does go transition to another role with the New Jersey Devils, maybe uh, Andrew Burnett is the heir apparent that jumps in because he's the associate coach. So with that being said, it's going to be an interesting final uh, stretch before this season concludes and then playoffs begin. So – the Devils have a game in hand versus Minnesota on Tuesday uh, on March 21st, and then two days off. Then they play at Buffalo 
they play home against Ottawa. Then they have a day off. They play the Islanders on Monday, the 27th, then a home game on Thursday versus the Rangers. And on the 1st of April, no joke, they play the Chicago Blackhawks, who are a joke because they're trying to win the Connor Bedard sweepstakes. I my guess is they win it. They win it or Arizona does. Those are my two picks. And you also have the Islanders on yep. Yeah, that never mind. That was a March one. <clears throat> so after you play Chicago at the United Center, you have your final game in Canada, second uh, of April in the regular season, and then you go on to play the Pittsburgh Penguins at home on Tuesday, and then you have the Columbus Blue Jackets. Then on the sixth, and then you play at Boston on the eighth of April. And then on the 13th, I mean, the 11th of April, you have Buffalo. And so that's going to be an interesting one for fan appreciation night. And then you play at Washington to close out game 82. So game 81, just win at home and go from there. And it's going to be an interesting playoff run at this point. So in tomorrow's matchup, Kirill Kaprizov in 65 games has 39 goals, 74 points. And then you have Matt Zuccarello, the former New York Ranger with 68 games played, 41 assists, 63 points. Kirill Kaprizov with 74 points. So shut down those two guys most of the time. You have a chance of winning. Jack Hughes with 37 goals, 81 points right now, looking for 93 to hit Mr. Taylor Hall. 83 to tie McGilney for the, the season record. Dougie Hamilton with 66 points right now and looking to break a record as well. And 70 games played, plus 23. Jack Hughes, 81 points. So really, this Devils team is stacked. And definitely, you got to look at the way this team has been scoring. And that's part of this team's identity, is being able to score and it feels more like a committee. So, yeah. This team's been amazing. Just growing so much over the last year where it was totally abysmal. And I'm not going to cry about it at all. I, It's been a hard 11, seat, 11 years or actually 11 seasons rather. And 
going through three GMs. The third GM has really hit. And that Adam Larson for Taylor Hall for then you move Blake Coleman, get Muhammad Doolin pick, you trade Muhammad Doolin and the Timo Meyer deal. And that trade tree is paying off with Timo Meyer. And anyone who says otherwise, they haven't watched Devils hockey. I'll throw it at that. But until next time, you can find me on YouTube. You can find me on Spotify. And you can find me just about anywhere you have podcasts like Amazon Music, etc. I'm Jersey Joe. Thank you for listening. And let's go Devils.